good morning again. Uh, again, it's a privilege for me to stand here and bring God's word to you. And also I take this opportunity to thank uh, Brad for having me and also giving my opportunity to share God's word. Uh, at this morning, I was thinking what to share. Uh, I'll relate a little bit along with the mission. And um, Matthew chapter six, 16, which came into my mind. And from there, we are going to look what is the most important thing in your life. Uh, maybe if I ask uh, that question to you, what is most important thing? Uh, people may have various answers. And uh, when I ask uh, the worldly people, they will also have various things to say. For some people, the important thing is to having a nice house. And uh, that's the most important thing for them. Uh, nowadays, having a house, uh, having a own house in Australia, it's not easy. It's so hard, isn't it? And uh, the young people, uh, they are working hard because the market price, house market price, which is increasing each and every day. And they work towards for the deposit those so that they can borrow money from the bank. And um, at the end, they are able to work hard and get a nice house, which is so important in their life. For some other people, may not be a house, maybe just food, which is uh, uh, enough for them. <laughs> uh, and uh, in our Tamil language, that is just saying, uh, uh, that means uh, wherever the food is, that is a heaven for them. <laughs> uh, so they don't worry about other things at all in their lives. If the food is there, Oh, that's enough for them. For some other people, maybe going for a holiday and spending time with their families or friends, that is so important. People even retire a bit early and then go all around the world and spend money on holidays. So that is so important in their lives. And some other people, it's not a house or it's not a, a holiday, it's not a food, but a nice vehicle. And um, uh, for some, uh, in some countries, it's uh, having a vehicle which is a dignity, going on a vehicle. Uh, and even in India, like when we, uh, when I think about uh, long ago, a few years back, when I was growing, cars were not much available in India. Only very rich people, they will have a car. But now the situation has changed over there. And having a nice car and uh, going to certain places that shows the dignity, so that is so important in their lives. And for some other people, it's not all those things. What it means to them is their education. So the education, studying, getting a high degree, like engineer or doctor. Even uh, if you uh, go and ask any Asian parents, the Asian parents, uh, what they will do, they will force their children, hey, you got to become an engineer. Uh, 
or you got to become a, a doctor. Uh, that sort of force they give to their children and they, uh, that is so important in their life. Uh, nice education and then settle nicely and you can earn a lot of money. And another thing, for some other people, keeping their body fit. And um, uh, last week I was at Emerald, the minister over there, and uh, he given me the opportunity to share God's word as well. And uh, the reason is actually he went for a 40 kilometer uh, running the day before. <laughs> so I was able to give him, uh, give him a break. Uh, when he was coming to the church on the day, it was hard for him to walk. Uh, uh, but the thing is keeping fit, uh, which is, I know another pastor as well, and he goes to a triathlon, isn't it? Uh, go running and water, cycling, and all those things. Uh, there are many people, uh, they do that sort of thing. Some people, they go to gym, spend hours together to build their muscles. That is so important for them. And I'm not saying, hey, you guys should not have a house, or you guys should not have a fit body, or you guys should not have a, uh, a nice surgery. I'm not saying that one. This is all things are necessary in our lives. But what is the most important thing in your life? That's my question. And uh, when we look at Acts chapter 17, and uh, wonderfully our sister has taken from that passage a nice kid's talk. In Acts chapter 17, uh, Paul went to a place called Athens. And uh, at Athens, there were particularly two philosophers were there. One is Epicureans and another one is Stoics. The Epicureans, what they did and what their idea is, eat, drink, marry. That's what their life for them. That is most important thing in their life. And the Stoic philosophy, which is totally different, high standard of moral living. That is important for them. And then if we look at verse 21, the people in the uh, Athens, what they were doing was they simply get around the place called Arpogas, otherwise in other words, Mosque Hill. They got together and they were simply doing nothing and hearing various ideas and philosophies what's happening all around the world. That's what their important thing was. And Paul went over there and saw how the people are very much interested in a lot of religion. And also they were interested in maybe another God somewhere there. They have, might have missed. That is the situation of India. India got 1.4 billion people. And out of that, three, uh, they are worshipping 330 million god and goddesses. And if we go up and say, here is another god, and they will have that god, Jesus Christ, along with that 
all other 330 million God and goddesses. But when we say Jesus as the only savior, that's where the problem which comes for them. And uh, Paul goes over there to Athens and started to preach the important thing. The important thing is people to return from the way of living and turn back to Jesus Christ and repent. That is the important thing Paul has preached. So the important thing is Jesus, and Jesus is the Savior, and he has come to redeem us. That is the important thing. But in so many times we may miss all those things. And the important thing we miss and trying to get happiness and joy from out of the material things. So in Matthew chapter 16, over there Jesus explains the purpose of his coming into this world. Uh, Matthew chapter 16, 21, there the scripture says, from that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests and the teachers of the law, and he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Jesus Christ explaining to his disciples what would happen to him. The purpose he has come into this world is to suffer and die and rose again on the third day. That is the purpose I have come. But his disciples couldn't understand that one. And his disciples, they thought, oh, Jesus is the Messiah. Peter has answered correctly, you are the son of God. But at the same time, he doesn't want Jesus to be suffered. I'll be killed. What he wanted is Jesus to defeat the Roman Empire, maybe the slavery, what they were in. Jesus could deliver them and give them a better life. They can sit around Jesus and enjoy the position like a ministers, maybe one person like a finance minister and another person is a road Electricity minister and various ministers, they can sit and enjoy. That's what they were thinking. But Jesus said, no, that's not the purpose. And today, the churches are offering similar sort of thing. What they are offering? They are offering, hey, do you want a better life? You come and here is our God is offering. Have it. But one thing we have forgotten, Jesus Christ has come into this world to save the sinners. There are a lot of people unreached by the gospel, and without Jesus Christ, they are lost. They are dead in their sins. Only Jesus can redeem them. That is the purpose. Jesus Christ has come into this world to reconcile us back to the Father which is most important thing. He wants to have a relationship with you. He wants to, you and I to have a walk with him. And um, so we have forgotten the most important thing and trying to seek in other way around our happiness and joy. 
So Peter says in Matthew chapter 16 verse 22, Peter took him aside, which is Jesus, and began to rebuke him. Rebuke whom? Rebuke Jesus. And then the scripture says, never Lord, he said, this shall never happen to you. You should not die, Jesus. Why you are dying? Jesus did not come in this world to enjoy in the palace. If he wants to born in a palace, he could have born, isn't that? But he did not come for that purpose. Jesus said, the foxes have holes, the birds have nests, but the Son of Man does not have a place to lay his head. That's what Jesus said. So he came for a higher purpose. The higher purpose is to save the souls. That is so important. Am I right? And your soul is so important. And so Jesus taught them in Matthew chapter 16, verse 24, where he taught them very clearly. Then Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciples must deny themselves, take up their cross and follow me. Man, by believing in Jesus Christ, if you want to have a comfortable life, that's not God wants you. God wants you, when you follow him, denying yourself. Not many churches may teach or preach or share, but this is the truth God is calling us, to deny ourselves, maybe denying our comfort zone, and following Jesus, taking up our cross. I don't know that taking up cross is different for each and every one of us. Maybe what I am going through, my cross may be different from you. So, but God is calling us in order to involve in his kingdom, to build his kingdom, to deny ourselves and follow him daily. And uh, uh, then Jesus talks the most important thing, which is soul. Hey, your soul is so important. And he tells, like, verse 25 to 26, For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. Sometimes we try to save our life by having education, saving our life, having a nice house, saving our life, having a nice vehicle. Maybe God is calling us. Hey, what can you sacrifice for me? In order the souls to come to him. And maybe sometime we may be more comfortable within our family. What sacrifice can you make? Even over there. In order the souls to be reached. And the scripture says, verse 26, What good will it be? For someone to gain the whole world. We can gain the whole world. I was watching a YouTube um, over there. Ten Downton Abbey. Who is sitting over there? Rishi Shunak. Who is an Indian descendant. 
and he was saying among the Indian community over there, and uh, over there, in my desk, what I am having is the Lord Kanapati. Yeah? He is proud to be that person. Happy to say that one I am proud. Yeah? So our values we have missed. So the people are coming up. Not following the true God. That sort of things. That's what we are seeing. Many people. How people can be saved. The scripture says. John chapter 14 verse 6. Jesus said I am the way. The truth and the life. No one comes to the father. Except through me. It is not all the gods can save. It is Christ can say. We need to tell boldly to someone, only Christ can save us. He is the one who came down. God, one who took the form of human being and came and died for, our, for ourselves at the cross of Calvary. And died and buried and rose again on the third day. Without him, there is no salvation. We should be a people. Many people without knowing their true God and they are proud of that one. That means those who know the true Lord, we need to be more proud of that. Am I right? Yes or not? So that's what it is. So what will happen? What will happen when you deny yourself, when you follow Jesus Christ, when you give importance to your soul, what will happen? The Lord will reward you. Sometimes the reward you and I may not see here on this earth. But where we will see is, we will see when he comes back. That's what the scripture says, verse 27. For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what they have done. So, it is not how much you got now here on this earth that's going to reward you, but what you have done for the Lord, that will reward you. Am I right? We all are in building God's kingdom. The scripture says some are building ourselves with gold, silver, and precious stones. And one day when Jesus comes, our works will be burnt. And if it is built by those precious things, what will happen is it will be more purified. Otherwise, if we build by hay, what will do? It will be gone away. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11 to 14. For no one can lay any foundation other than one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stone, wood, hay, or straw, their works will be shown for what it is, because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with, the fi with fire. And the fire will test the quality of each person's work. 
if what has been built survives the builder will receive a reward i want each and every one of you to receive the reward when you meet jesus christ how that will happen how you will receive a reward it doesn't matter whether you have a house here on this earth but it is matter to have a house in the heaven isn't it which is a eternal life over there which is so important so let us give important things important which is jesus christ there are so many people surrounded by us who do not know jesus christ without jesus christ they are lost that is what it is they are lost eternally lost by believing jesus christ what they will have eternal life may the lord help us and at the same time guard your soul as well how you can guard your soul which is through reading of his word having relationship with him through prayer and through fellowship give important for those things at the same time involve in the work of god saving the souls that is the important thing may the lord god help us to involve in important things shall we pray our dear heavenly father we thank you and praise you uh, for the wonderful opportunity for me to uh, come to bald hills and see the wonderful people it's wonderful to see like uh, the people can come together and worship you and magnify you and give the time and uh, a lot at the same time thank you for your word which encouraged us the challenge us to see the important thing what are we focusing on and uh, help us to focus on you o oh god and help us to guard our souls and uh, at the same time help us to see uh, the things how you have seen in various places like uh, you have seen people sheep without shepherd and uh, you moved with compassion and uh, at the same way when we see people when they don't believe in you help us to see them in such a way and so that we may be boldly witness to them oh god in jesus name we pray amen thank you